The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And good Wednesday morning and welcome to a hump day edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, FM with yours truly, Neville James. It is, I mean, I mean, it really lovely outside. And this is a, a trend from Monday. Um, excellent visibility. Still not the perfect visibility where we could see the outline of Western St. John and Eastern St. Thomas, but I could still see it. Matter of fact, it's a little better today than in the past. So, uh, a good trend. I don't know if the if the, the Falcon, the Falcon flight on Monday clear up things, but uh, it really is a beautiful uh, vista this morning. And in the studio, I got um, one of my mentors. Uh, we go way back from my St. Dunstan days over 40 years ago. Uh, he is now the chairman of the Casino Control Commission. Mr. Marvin Pickering was once a uh, contributor to analyze this uh, before he went on to bigger and better things. Uh, good morning, Mr. Chairman. How are you? I will, Neville. Good morning to you and good morning to your listening audience. You know, when 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 uh, I'm a guest on uh, Analyze This, mm-hmm. you know I've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment, it sounds like. <laughs> yes, it is. And, it's a compliment. And, uh, I, I appreciate it, but glad to have you here. Uh, it's, it's been a while. Um, you know, you used to help me, uh, you know, with some quality content, talking finances and all that stuff. But um, you now have a a uh, man. Well, I want to make sure I say this right. A position of authority in what is a quasi government? That, that's that's the, that's the best term to to, to use there. Uh, officially, it's an independent agency, independent agency of the executive branch. Of the executive. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Good. 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 We'll see what you know. I, I like that. And uh, so, you know something, let me just yield here. Um, you're the chairman of the Casino Commission, Casino Control Commission. Uh, what's the what's the primary mandate, the primary and secondary mandates of the Casino Control Commission pursuant to the Resort and Casino Control Act of 1995? Well, uh, before I go there, you know, you, you mentioned that uh, we go back a ways. You know, back uh, when I was a young business manager at uh, St. Dunstan School. Wet behind the ears. Wet behind the ears, <laughs> kind of thing, you know. You know, who, who would have thought that, um, that um, looking at young Neville James, that uh, I'll be, uh, that, that he'll be, that he would be uh, the leader of the first branch of government yes. at, 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 yeah. at one point. Yeah, that's the that, highlight that, 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 of a professional that, career. That, that's yeah. right, absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, that I would, uh, as a member of the governor's cabinet, Yep. That how he and his colleagues uh, held up my confirmation in a power play with the <laughs> government. We had the night. You take or forget? What, what, <laughs> but I still love you. No, 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 no. That was one of the highlights of my presidency. <laughs> yes. When, when, when we sent that message to, 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 to the governor back in March yes. of uh, 2015. Correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. 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 But that was, that, 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 that was unfortunate. You know, looking back at it, it, it might have served us well from the perspective <clears throat> that the public knew that we weren't just rubber stamping. Correct, right? correct. You, you, you were doing what you uh, had to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and and at the time, you know, and, and you know, we'll give a little history here because yeah. I, I have no problem with 
this the, the small talk per se. Yes. Um, so that the public knows what we're referring to. This is early on in the Matt Papad Pat administration. And what had happened was the governor came down in the state of the territory and said that we were on the brink of financial whatever it was, right? <laughs> yes. yes. So you can't tell the legislature that and then submit names for the highest ranking positions with raises. Now, his, his justification was if you're hiring the best and the brightest, you got to pay them. And that is a factual statement. I yes. want the public to know that. Yes, but, absolutely. But his, his um, rhetoric or what he said and his actions, Didn't they, match up. they weren't agreeing. They weren't <laughs> agreeing. And, and that was one of the rare times where the legislature benefited from bipartisan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, support. I, yeah, I was acting for so long, I thought, <laughs> I, thought I was going to get an Oscar or something. You know? anyway, the, it's all good. And, and the real thing there as well was that uh, here we were in March <clears throat> of the first year of the new administration. You got a new legislature. And we hadn't met. You know what I'm saying? Right. And there's some protocol that's required um, at the executive, le at, at the leadership levels. Not executive, because um, executive is a branch. And um, that was you know, pretty much taken for granted. And um, you combine all the dominoes, you know, combine all, combine all of those variables, I should say. You know, that was a relatively easy thing for us to do, you know? Yeah, of course it was. And ultimately, yeah. you know, we took care of you and me. Yes, yes, you did. But y'all got paid along the way anyway, so it, was, it, it wasn't like we were telling the government to don't pay you, you know, because well, you were working. Like, like I said, it's all good, and I still love you. I still love you to that too, man. And, and, and uh, you know, we, uh, you know we, we, we continue to, 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 to provide um, what is required because ultimately, um, Mr. Chairman of the Casino Control Commission, this is about leadership, man. You yes. know, we, we, we could talk all we want, you know, about who need to do this or who need to do that at the highest levels, the primary, secondary, and tertiary responsibility is to lead. Is to lead. Yeah. Is to lead. You know, and you have you have a leadership position at the independent agency. Yes. Uh, uh, speaking of, uh, uh, you asked about the mandate. Mm -hmm. the, the, the primary mandate under the CRC, as we call it, the Casino and Resort Control Act of 1995. Mm -hmm. My my, uh, my colleague, uh, Commissioner Herman Purcell, who I believe should be joining us, uh, always. Uh, uh, remind me, as amended. As uh, amended. As amended. Correct. You know, that um, is to license and regulate casinos and related uh, entities in the Virgin Islands, mm -hmm. in, in simple terms. that That's what we do. Every entity that touches the casino... Take the microphone and put it down a little bit and speak directly through it. Yeah. Every entity that go. touches a casino, you know, must come through the... Casino Control Commission. That's, and, you know, whether I, uh, I should get a license or to be exempted. Mm -hmm. You know, so, yes. There, 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 there we go. Now, now, let me ask this question. You, no, I want to make sure I, I phrase this correctly. 1995, mm -hmm. right? Right. That's, that's when the, 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 the legislation became statute, right? Correct. First casino in March of 2000. Yes. Up at DV. So they're looking at a 23-year anniversary coming up later this month. Um, the second one in 2016, right? Correct. Um, that's Caravel um, down in Christianstead. I want to take you back to what were you, how were you looking at casino 
development and non-development prior to you becoming a member of the Casino Control Commission from the outside. And I want you to, to, to give the public uh, a perspective of the mental transition where you were once a non-Casino Commission member, you had your ideas, you, you were looking at, at, at one of the frustrations, which is we haven't even met half of what we what, what we desired originally when we passed the, the CRC, and now you're a member of the Casino Control Commission. So take us f from a, a sphere of looking outside in and now inside out. 1995, uh, uh, which legislature was that? That's your, that, 21st. That's your, hey, yeah. Rocky Labor. You know, that's my thing. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I believe... <clears throat> um, well, you know, we can't talk about the Casino Control Commission without, you know, paying homage to its first chairperson, which was uh, Judge Eileen Peterson. Correct. Uh, you know, she took this, uh, you know, the, the, the casino was, was uh, pretty new to the, to the uh, territory, you know, and she took this uh, nascent, nascent industry uh, you know, on, and um, we are standing on, you know, the foundation, you know, that, that, uh, that she laid, you know. So, um, as you know, we, we dedicated the um, Casino Control Commission building bill to her back in 2021, I mm -hmm. <clears throat> So it's now named the Eileen Ramona Peterson Casino Control Building. I had no real uh, uh, interest or thought about the uh, Casino Control Commission, you know, when I was uh, first, um, when I was nominated to, to the position, you know, by Governor Bryan. Uh, but you know that, um, and it's no secret, the, the, the uh, commission, you know, went through some turbulent times in, in recent years. And the governor, you know, in our discussion, wanted, us, uh, wanted me, you know, to, to lead the organization and, you know, our, you know, our restored, uh, sort of in, it's it's uh, integrity, you know, because um, you know, in all honesty, it, it was lost. Let's be let's you know, yeah. let's let's be real, Frank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, but I had you know, I I I didn't know anything really about uh, casinos, but I have the ability to learn, you know, and I have the ability to manage. And like you said earlier, you know, it it, it is a leadership. When you're at these uh, roles, when you're in these roles, it's a, it's a leadership position, you know. And so, uh, it it reminded me of when I um, when I served on the GRS board some some years back, that when I went to my first uh, uh, financial manager managers meeting, I thought that they were talking Greek, <laughs> you know, with <laughs> overweight, underweight, and you know, uh, mm -hmm. equities and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. you know, you learn, you know, and you know, we we attend. Uh, conferences uh, where uh, we learn the the nature of the industry and we come back and we apply you know what we've learned to to what we're doing basically but you know I, I you know I'm, I'm I had no real thoughts about casinos okay let's put it that way so and came, as you know so and as you so know so you came in yeah. um, with, with a blank slate a, a blank slate so okay. Speak, yes, okay no 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 that's that's understandable so what about the learning curve then? Uh, it wasn't um, that, that steep, okay. quite, you know, quite frankly. You know, you, if, if you prepare yourself, you know, once I, you know, once uh, 
the the governor nominated me. Then I know I had to prepare myself. I have to learn about the laws. I have to learn about what the casino commission does. You know the 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 people and you know all the various relationships. You know, so that was it. Wasn't that steep? And and I, I want to make a point. I'm still learning. Well, that's, I'm still learning. That's that's the most important thing yes. here because. Um, you know, once you get to the point where we believe, you know, everything, now we know we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> big time, big time. Um, the, 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 the legislature reduced the the quorum number from, it was originally five, I think now the number is three? It was originally seven. Originally seven, okay. Right. okay. Then it went down to five, yeah. and now it's three. Now it's three. And who are the other um, casino control? Well, we uh, have one other, one other member right now. You know, it's a three-member commi- commission. We have uh, one vacancy. Mm-hmm. The other member is um, former magistrate judge Carolyn Herman Purcell. She mm-hmm. uh, represents the St. Thomas St. John District. And, and speaking of, of St. Thomas St. John District, um, the, the statute requires that at least one of the members have to come from St. Thomas and St. John. That is correct. Okay, at least one. So it could be two. Well, no, not not, not with a three-member commission. A three-member commission. Two two, two have to be St. Croix and one from St. John. Okay, Okay, good. Now, um, you spoke of the turbulence that the Casino Control Commission went through. How are you now? uh, Have you you leveled things off and you feel good about um, personnel and 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 the functions that you carry out um, um, via a statutory mandate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and you know, I have to, you know, I have to um, uh, give some credit to to former commissioner, former commissioners, uh, Usi Richards. You know, he was f- former um, senator and a former senate president like yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, former commissioner Stacy Bourne. Mm-hmm. You know, after that, um, those audit findings. You know, they did a lot of the heavy lifting to get things in place. You know, so we 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 at a place now where we have you know transparency in the operations. You know, we've put various policies in place. Um, everybody, uh, particularly on the executive staff, every, you know, they all know what is going on, or they should know what is going on because we 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 have put those policies in place where transparency is the key. What's the what's the um, operating budget for the Casino Control Commission ballpark figure? Uh, it's over two point one million uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, uh, the, the the Casino Control Commission has um, uh, four different funding sources. Uh, the GVI provides funding for salaries and fringe benefits, mm-hmm. you know, for 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 the commissioners and employees. You know, we have the Casino Revenue Fund, uh, which is the the um, the tax from the from from the casinos, correct, uh, which is at twelve percent currently, mm-hmm. goes into that fund, uh, and the casino commission receives twenty five percent of those taxes. It used to be at ten percent. It was mm-hmm. recently increased um, last year, I believe, uh, to to twenty five percent. And we have the revolving fund, mm-hmm. which we're, we're in, we, we we deposit the license fees, you know, fines, you know. Uh, uh, work permit licenses, et cetera, et cetera. Work permits, not work permit license, but work permits, fees, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that, that particular fund, um, the commission receives 80% of those uh, fees in, in, the, in the revolving fund, mm-hmm. and the other 20% goes to the investigative arm of the commission, which is the Division of Gaming Enforcement, which is under the Department of Justice. Justice. Yes. Okay. So there's, a, that, there's, yeah. a, there's yes. a joint relationship between 
the Casino Control Commission and Department of Justice. Yes, correct. Okay. And uh, you know that 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 DGE is is headed up by Attorney uh, Oliver David. Oliver David. Look, he been there throughout, right? For yeah, the, yeah. He was there from the inception, from the inception quite, quite, yes. quite frankly. Okay. And then uh, you know there was this uh, uh, breakup, you mm. know, under a previous uh, commission, uh, and then you know he uh, he he came back in at the same time that I was. Uh, nominated for the chairmanship. That was in what, 2020? That was in 2020. 2020. So you've Correct. been there now from what, the mid, late 2020? Uh, late 2020, yeah. yes. I'm, okay. I'm going in my uh, third year. And how long is it? It's a five-year term. Five-year term for everybody. Okay. Yes. All right? Okay, good. So we, we get all that, um, you know, um, housekeeping uh, out, out of the way. What's the, what's the um, forecast for potential development? Um, oh, before we get to that, how many licenses do you do, do, can you currently issue um, here on Saint Croix? Uh, I believe, and you know, don't don't quote me on this. For are you, you're talking about casino license. Casino license, yeah. Yes, uh, they um, three different categories yeah. of, of of licenses. Originally, there was there, there was yeah. seven. It was six originally back in 1995. Right. And then there's been some modifications as well. Uh, correct. Yeah, so I, you know, we have different classes, class two, class three, and uh, recently with the, uh, with uh, Caravel, when that came into play, mm -hmm. that's a, a, a class, a class four, yeah. a class four yeah. um, uh, license. And, and, but but, but and, they're and, limited. And, I don't think and, that that is more than two. And, and, yeah. and for, I could be wrong. And for, and for the record, um, classes are tied to hotel rooms. Correct. Casinos are tied to, casinos, to, to, casinos, to hotel room. You, you know, you, you cannot have they, they, they cannot be a casino without a hotel. That was the whole primary purpose yeah. of the CRCA. Yeah. Except know, to, for the exception for horse racing, to where we create racinos. Yes, correct. Okay, correct. Okay, good. And as it stands right now, um, Act Seventy Nine, I think it's eighty three, or, or um, that establish uh, um, the the allowance for. Uh, casinos at the racetrack in St. Thomas at the Clinton Phipps racetrack that we passed in, in December of 2016. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about that's an exception. That's an exception that was that, that was done by the legislature um, at the request of the previous administration. So um, we'll take a break and now we come back, we'll, we'll pick that up and give the public some more history because that predated your being a member of the Casino Control Commission. We got Marvin Pickering, Chairman of the Casino Control Commission, joining us this morning. Beautiful day in paradise. We'll be back right after this. I'm Scott Tong from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up. Plus, conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So join us for NPR's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX-FM 93.1. Disability Radio is a program brought to you by the Disability Rights Center of the Virgin Islands to promote a more inclusive Virgin Islands. Ability Radio brings you information on health care, art, culture, education, and current affairs where we engage in lively discussions with guests locally and abroad. Join us every Saturday morning at 1130 a.m. on WTJX-FM. 
listening to the wings of a monarch butterfly. What a magical thought. They arrive here on the Day of the Dead, which we celebrate here in Mexico. And a lot of the indigenous people believe that it's the souls of their ancestors that are returning. You know? And it's very spiritual. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Have you struggled with finding safe spaces for your children to meet up and learn through play and social interaction? Teen Time at the VI Children's Museum offers fun family learning for children ages 12 to 18 years old. A free program for all participants. For dates and information, 340-643-0366 or teentime at vichildrensmuseum.org. And we're back here to analyze this, and we've got the Casino Control Commission uh, members um, here on, uh, uh, well, in, one in studio and one on the line. We've got um, Chairman Marvin Pickering uh, here in the studio, and um, Commissioner uh, Carolyn uh, Herman Purcell joining us uh, via airline. Good morning, Commissioner. How are you? Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, I apologize. Okay, okay. that's my fault no, that's for, for not getting you on and having Listen. you having you be in audience instead of being a, a part of the conversation. Please forgive Listen, me for that. I enjoy I enjoy um, listening to the exchange between you and Chairman Pickering. I always learn so much when I tune in to WTJXFM wow. 93.1 for sure. <laughs> well, two are killing me with love this morning. And, and of course, I love it too. So keep killing me with love it. It's kill me softly. <laughs> I like that. So how you been? How's everything? Everything is going well, sir. Everything is going well. And I think we have the same weather conditions here in St. Thomas that you're enjoying in St. Croix. Um, you know something? You look like, I, believe, I, be, I believe you to listen to my show, you know, because one thing I, I like to ask Miss Antonia guests is, how's the weather? And you beat me to that this morning. So, <laughs> so, 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 so thank you very much. And I'm glad to hear that it's lovely over there because it really is a beautiful time in the, in the, in the, in the region. It is. Yes. yes, it is. It is. So tell me, tell me about your role um, as a as the Saint Thomas uh, Saint John um, member of the the Casino Control Commission, where casinos the the the, the law allows for casinos on Saint Croix, with the exception um, pursuant to Act seventy nine fifty two. I just pulled it pulled it up there uh, during the break that allowed for. Um, casino gaming and St. Thomas and St. John, where VLTs are currently the the gaming of choice in that district pursuant to statute. Uh, I'm not sure I understand the question. Uh, we know we can have a casino at a racetrack mm -hmm. in the St. Thomas St. John district, but my, uh, my understanding is that's the extent of casinos in the St. Thomas St. John. That's district. it. That's yeah. it. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Um, I'm just asking, what, what's it like being a, a St. Thomas member for oh, something okay. that's predominantly on St. Croix? <laughs> that is the question. Yeah. I, I, I was um, um, appointed to the commission. I'm coming up three weeks short of my first year. Congratulations. Um, it has been um, 
definitely a learning experience. Like Mr. Chairman, I had no background in casinos. Um, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a, a person who would go into a casino and play any, any games, but it has been very interesting. I have learned so much from Mr. Pickering um, financially and um, how to just understand how the whole nature of this industry and the importance to the St. Croix um, district for sure. And I'm, I'm always amazed at how much monies are generated from this industry. That's a good point to bring up. You know, you know why? Because um, when they originally passed the, the CRC, we're going to use that term since you, since, since you uh, <clears throat> coined it that way this morning, and that's right. what it is, the Casino Resort, uh, right? Uh, Control Act of 1995. Um, the original intent was for the first casino, which is DV, to market... Um, the casino and St. Croix. What they didn't expect was the appetite for gaming locally right. to the point where they didn't have to market their facility because they were generating so much money from the activity with local 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 gaming. And of course, when we, the first audit, the first audit that came out of uh, uh, what was taking place um, um, with Divi, and that was, uh, I'd say, 2004, 2003, something there, because we were looking at the expansions and to head towards Racino, and they said over 90% of the people who were gambling at, at DV at the time were, were locals. locals. Correct. And that's not what, what was originally intended. Of course not. Um, and, um, but, you know, it... So what happens it, to be. That, yeah, that, that, it, it is that, what it is. Yeah, pull, pull on the microphone. But, but, so but that's what it is. No, no, no. That's good. Pull on the face. Pull on the, face, the actual mic itself. Oh, the mic. Yeah, okay. there, there you go. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And we believe that's what it continues to be. It is. That, that's Because even the numbers, if you look at the numbers of the revenue during the COVID and coming out of the initial lockdown, the, when tourists could not come in to the islands, those casinos still continue to generate significant revenues. Correct, correct. Now, now, now we lo let's clear up something here for the listening audience, right? The, the statute that was passed via override in December of 2002 that allowed for VLTs on St. Thomas and St. John have nothing to do with the Casino Control Commission. Is that correct? That's a correct statement. That's a correct. So there's no regulatory authority where the Casino Control Commission is concerned where, for VLTs in St. Thomas and St. John. That's correct. Okay, that, That's correct. Okay, and, um, uh, the Speaking of revenues, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you, you're, you're a numbers guy. Yeah, I like that. You know, like, yeah. uh, like myself. Um, and I have you know, some, some stats uh, that speaks to the amount of... Uh, Revenues, mm -hmm. you know, in in this industry, this 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 industry is 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 an important industry mm -hmm. to the government of the Virgin Islands, the people of the Virgin Islands, and and the treasury of the Virgin Islands. Mm -hmm. But in terms of numbers, you know, um, the over the past three years, just just the, the recent three years, total total monies gambled. Right, that's that's not what the the uh, the, the casinos take, mm -hmm. but the total money. I, I think the, the handle. The, the handle. I, I was just going to say yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. know, the, the handle. The handle. Yeah. Over the past three years, yeah. over two hundred and sixteen million dollars. Wow. 
right? That's the handle. That's the handle. That's, that's the take. Handle. The, the that's take. the take. No, 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 no. That's the handle. <laughs> the take is the percentage of that. <laughs> right. That is what that is shared. Um, right. that that is that is taken by the operator and shared with the government. Gross gross gaming revenue is a mm. technical term. Yes. That's the total amount gambled. Gross gaming. Less, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Less the payout. Yeah. You know, gives you the gross gaming revenue. Wow. And from that. Mm-hmm is where the 12% uh, 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 tax taxes come from. So you're looking at, um, you said 216, you said? Yeah, that was a... Yeah, that was a uh, so, so 10% is is 21.6, and then another 2.16 twice, so that's 4.32. So we're talking 25 million, um, 900,000, thereabouts? Well, you don't know what the what the payout was. But the calculation, yeah. you know, they, they, over the past yeah, three it, it, years, it, it, the same period, yeah. uh, the, the casinos uh, gross gaming revenue was over $47 million. Wow. Yes. Wow. You know, and uh, which is about 15.9 uh, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, per year, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. well, well the, the, the law, the law, I believe, oh no, what was explained to us by the Casino Control Commission over the years is uh, 83% of what is gambled goes back to the gamblers yes uh, so over time over time right. over time yeah right. it's, so it's, no, it's no, not, no, it's no, not yeah. fixed <laughs> right. it, it's not fixed but over time over time on average yes one sixth of what is gambled goes back i mean, I mean one sixth is what is the take yes 83 percent goes back uh to 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 the to the gamblers that's that, right yeah that's yeah. their winnings that's right yeah. so you know and, and, don't, and, and don't, don't, don't give people no, no, they go and no, put that hundred dollars and get back eight, eight, no, no, eight no, 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 but, but, but it's the, over time yeah and, and it's over time. the reason why i bring this up and miss yeah. purcell um i i don't know if you're familiar with this but um the host of the show you know um horse racing is intravenous with the host of the show right <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 I think I, I think the last name. Yes. <laughs> that that's, that speaks to it. Said something to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah that speaks. To it. <laughs> and, and, and one of the things on uh, where horse racing is concerned is that the the takeout is known upfront for every type of wager in horse racing. For example, win betting, fifteen percent, gimmicks, twenty two percent. So you're letting you know upfront, right? For everything you bet. Off the top, the take is 15 cents on every dollar for the straight neutrals, for the gimmick wages, exactors, and all that stuff. We let you know. In some instances, we take in 22 cents. And, right. and it's for you to determine, well, look, do you want to play under those so, um, financial um, conditions or not? They let you know. So there's nothing wrong with, on average, with what the casinos do as it relates to take. And, and, and that's an important point that you made because, you know, uh, you know part of our discussion that, that, that we'll get into uh, late uh, later in the show is um, uh, problem gambling Correct. awareness month, mm-hmm. and one of the things that um, that that the industry tells you is that you have to know the odds, know what you know what you just said, Correct. you know 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 what you are you know what you're gaming you know what you know what the stakes are uh, 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 you know in other words, you know, uh, Miss Purcell, let, let's talk about. The biggest concern for the Casino Control Commission, uh, which is integrity, right? Uh, because if you're going to have any kind of gambling, the public needs to know that you have regulator- regulatory authorities in place to protect the integrity for the whole process, not just the gamblers, but for the operators as well. Speak a little bit about um, how serious you look at that 
uh, responsibility being a casino control commission member? That is a very um, taken very seriously by the uh, Casino Control Commission. You know, um, every um, operator, businesses doing um, conducting business with the casino, employees of the casino and the resort have to come before the commission, f- complete an application to be licensed. That the licensee is is then applicant is then investigated by um, division of gaming enforcement as the chairman Pickering indicated. That's our investigated arm of the casino control commission. They're to- totally vetted. Reports are presented then to the commission. We sit in executive session. We review all the applications, and then the licenses. Are issued in the interim the, it does provide uh, the, the applicable law does provide for uh, a temporary license while all this process is being um, completed and and we can always the Commission can always revoke a license we have procedures where we can ha- have the person come in matters are brought to the casino's attention that requires that we investigate this person maybe more thoroughly and uh, revoke the license but i can say that's what is the bulk of the activities of the casino control commission just um, vetting the persons applying to be involved with these casinos and i and, and i'm um, Chairman Pickering, would you agree that that we're very, uh, and and we always hear it that our law and regulations are very stringent as to what is required to be involved in the casino industry here in the Virgin Islands. And and I agree uh, that you know integrity is important. The, the, when those patrons going to the casinos, they 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 want to have confidence that um, the the their gaming experience, you know, would be what it's supposed to be. Uh, uh, they don't want to, to know that if there's an issue, or they want to know that if there's an issue, that there is some, somewhere they, uh, they can come to, which is the, the, the commission. It is, it is highly regulated, you know, and, and as uh, 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 Commissioner Herman Purcell, who is also the vice chair of the of the commission, mm-hmm. you know, said uh, that you know that 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 integrity has to be maintained. Everyone, as I said earlier, that touches a casino must come through the Casino Control Commission, and uh, that is why we frown so much on illegal gaming activities mm-hmm. because there's no protection. You know, for people that that participate in 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 uh, illegal gaming activities. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that, so. that, that, that's a critical and, point, and, and that's important. And, and if I, if I may add, at the and then there's always a presence of the uh, the Casino Control Commission at the casinos through our inspectors. Our inspectors are on site, and um, the uniform, a red polo, so is very visible with the seal of the commission. They're on site at the casinos. They're there to to be the eyes of the Casino Control Commission during the operations of the casinos. And again, to give the patrons a sense that this industry is being regulated, the Casino Control Commission is doing its job. Good. So, so we get that regulating uh, part uh, out of the conversation. Let me talk some raw numbers <laughs> uh, from, from back in the day, the history, right? In 2007, 
revenues peaked at $24.1 million. Now, back in 2007, it was, mm-hmm. it was Divi alone. Right. 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 And then it dropped uh, to 21.1 in 2010 because of the Great Recession. Uh, the Great Recession had a, had a part with that. Oh, definitely. But, but, but that, wasn't a, that, that wasn't a significant drop compared to how the, the recession impacted a lot of different uh, entities, right? Then the, the Racino opened in late 2011, right? Correct. So check out these numbers, Miss Purcell, right? Up at the casino, they generated $14.5 million in 2012. At the racetrack, they generated $4.8 million. So when you add those two, that's about 19.3. But here's the key, Miss Purcell. They got 200 machines, 200 plus machines at the casino, up in up up at DV, and they only had thirty machines done at the racetrack, which is um, thirty out of out of two hundred. I'd say like one eighth, right? They're about like twelve percent, right? Mm-hmm. But they were generating thirty three percent of the of the casino revenue done at the racetrack, okay. right? Four point eight million done at the racetrack, fourteen point. And I'm looking at a source article here, and to based on testimony. I thought, you, I, I thought you were on our website. For 14.5. <laughs> I do my homework. I do my homework. 14.5 um, up, at the, up at the casino with 200 plus machines. 4.8 at the Racino with just 30 machines. So that's, that let you know that the appetite done at the Racino per machine or the activity See, was right. so much more be- bigger than what was taking place up at uh, the casino. Absolutely. Uh, 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 so that means that the potential for expansion and, and revenue generation was alive and well, but for some reason, we can't get casinos off the ground uh, other than what happened two years later. Because this is a 2014, 2013-14 uh, article here from the source with the casino uh, downtown. So the question I want to ask, are you going to the break and I could think about it, is um, are we genuinely going to expand casino gaming and synchroid or have we tapped out you know and, and I, I want us to have this candid conversation because when the, the law was originally passed because it went to a referendum the, the, the intent was to grow hotel rooms correct and for some reason that simply has not happened um to the extent that we wanted it to um looking looking backwards so we're gonna take a break we got miss carolyn uh Herma purcell joining us uh, from st thomas we got um mr marvin pickering both um casino control uh, commission members here in um, analysis this morning. We'll be back right after this. A new year equals new business opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers deposit banking products, business online platforms, and commercial loans. Their SBA lending department offers financing options and access to capital for businesses. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay, 340-773-8500, and one in Peters Rest, 340-713-8500. Bank of St. Croix is an equal housing lender. Bankofstcroix.com. Great question. That is a great question. And that's a great question. Wow, that's another great question. That's uh, that's a great question. Oh, that's a great. <laughs> that's a great question. That is a great question. What a great question. On Fresh Air, you'll hear unexpected questions and unexpected answers. Weekdays at two p.m. 
right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. VIK is fired. Thus far, it's been a resounding success. We've been receiving tips on those old cases, those cold cases that are going to give us the opportunity to close some of those cases and bring justice for those um, victims and also to their family. I want to know who killed my daughter. Looking for somebody to say something about what happened, you know? I want to know what happened to my daughter. 20 years, I am going to wait. His survivability after being shot that amount of time was little to none. And when they got there, they found this scene. This area would be known as a hot spot. And the day of the shooting, clearly, there would have been unobstructed view, especially from the top floors. Catch new episodes of Virgin Islands Case Files every month on WTJX-TV Channel 12. And we're back here analyze this and uh, we're talking with the casino control commission virgin Islands casino control commission we've got uh chairman um marvin pickering joining us here in the studio good morning sir good morning sir and we got miss carolyn uh herman purcell uh joining us the vice president joining us from st thomas via airline good morning madam vice president vice chair vice chair vice chair i apologize so um Ms. Purcell, let me talk to you. Let me talk with, with you. I, I, I'm going to save the, 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 the chairman for last. You there in St. Thomas where uh, you know about the hospitality industry. Uh, you got hotel rooms and all that stuff. Um, you, you, you think that, that we, we got a shot here on St. Croix to get some additional hotel rooms pursuant to the Casino Resort Control Act? Because that was the intent back in the day. I'm sure when you read the statute, you saw that. So how do we go about making that a reality? I... I have always said this, um, the CRCA is uh, one of the, <laughs> one of the few um, pieces of legislation I've seen with such a preamble. It goes on for pages yes. as to it what is. the intent of the legislation of the legislature was and what the legislature wanted this legislation to to achieve. I don't know if I can um, verse enough to speak as to why hotel rooms have not um, followed the casinos in St. Croix. Um, I, I, I don't know what it, how that could come about. I know part of the funding for um, that shared, Mr. Chair, um, correct me if I'm wrong, there was monies um, directed to the division of tourism for the marketing of uh, of casinos you, you know okay. you you're, you're correct um I was going to mention uh, the part of the <clears throat> excuse me part of the um casino revenue fund there was a certain percentage set aside for tourism mm -hmm. you know to promote the the, the casinos on St. Croix uh, and 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 as you know uh, as we said earlier, you can't have a casino without a without a hotel. Mm -hmm. uh, that 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 um, promotion, you know, uh, has not materialized to to the way that we that we think it, it should go. You know, we as a commission, we are regulators. You know, we don't go out and uh, promote casinos that we 
uh, in turn have to regulate. We, we, we see that as a conflict of interest. You know, so that, that is all left up to, to, the, uh, to the tourism department. And perhaps um, uh, it, it may fall under the purview of uh, uh, economic development as well. You know, to, to, to go out and, 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 and uh, promote uh, hotel development and, and, and uh, casino development here, in the here on St. Croix. Now, um, we mentioned the Casino Revenue Fund, which is where you, you identify um, where monies are supposed to be designated to, right? Correct. Um, and uh, we actually had to correct that. The, there was an error. Uh, early on, <laughs> yes, that that had, that had the total at one hundred and one percent. We spoke about that yesterday. One hundred and one percent, and we had to correct that. I mean, the intent was good. You know, yes. the math was a little off, but it was it's a okay. little off. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying uh, we won't uh, blame you. We no, 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 no. We actually corrected it. We yes, we, yes, we made it. Uh, uh, yes. But that's actually a legal counsel issue. You know, as. As much as we like to blame senators and all that stuff, legal counsel is supposed to make sure that all everything is, you know, uh, up to snuff. Yeah. So, so they made a mistake, there, but we corrected that. And um, in, in so we give we, the reason why I brought that up is I want to give credit to the authors of the legislation. And I think that the time it was originally Gerard Laws James and then yes. Delbert Bryan afterward took it over. Were you working in the legislature because, then? No, oh, I was okay. I was still a uh, working in Department of Education. Oh, okay. Right? right. Okay. But the reason why I want to give them props is they tried their best to make sure every area uh in the Virgin Islands benefited from gaming revenues here in the Virgin Islands. And I think that's a good thing, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so I, I told you that, that, that we, we currently get uh, 25%. The, the, the other 75% goes to uh, Department of Education, yeah, agriculture, the, uh, the police department, police, agriculture, yeah, the works. you know, uh, sports, parks, and rec. You know, uh, so that, and, and that's correct. Department of and Health, the hospitals, the, and all that stuff. Ha hospitals yeah. and yeah. health uh, facilities. In addition to that, right, 1% of those revenues are set aside uh, to the commission for um, gamb to, for, for gambling addiction prevention. Correct, which is very, very important. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and you're correct. They, they, they thought about everything. As you know, um, this uh, CRCA's pattern after the- um, New Jersey the, statute, right? Uh, New Jersey statute. Yeah. You know, and, and, and yes, you know, you, they, 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 they had some, they had some the, the authors of the legislation, you know, had some, some, some foresight you know, as to, 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 to how they wanted um, gaming revenues to be distributed throughout the, the, um, the government. Um, um, so, so, Ms. Purcell, what, what's your take on that? Um, would you agree that, that that's a good thing, the way they, they, they looked at it um, back, uh, back uh, which is almost three decades now, um, in terms of making sure that um, everybody get a piece of the action after we, after we tax, after we apply the tax on gaming in the Virgin Islands? I, I, the distribution of those monies have, I mean, the legislature has, subsequent legislatures have amended it. But I think it's, it's, it's fair being that we've just spoken that up to 90% of the revenue that's generated by the industry is from the residents of the territory. Uh -huh. So when you give the monies back, ensure monies go back to sports program, benefiting children, education, hospitals. It, it, it's only fair. It's, it just seems in their way of thinking of the legislature at that time and subsequent legislatures, that's how those monies then should be 
put back into the community because that initial where the monies were being generated from. The, you know something? That's that's an excellent point. You just, the correlation you just make there. You know, it, it, if in fact, right, it was reverse, where we had ten uh, percent of the monies being from locals and ninety percent from non-locals, that would be one thing. But that's it's such a it, to me. You you just hit the nail on the head. Given that the majority of the revenues generated at the casino is local revenues, yes. is only right. Right, and and it should be that way, regardless of if it was if the if the if the if the revenues were, 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 were reverse, right, right. reverse, right. But even more so even that more that, so. that that because what's going on up at the casinos now is local people gambling. That money is only right that that money be, <laughs> be the, the dishing out. That's what we so call it. The dishing out be for locals here in the Virgin Islands. Yeah, and and one of the things that you know we we are talking about the uh, revenues here from, from the casinos. Mm -hmm. We tend to, even though we, we do not have jurisdiction in the St. Thomas St. John district, there is a game, an, an entire gaming industry. Correct. And um, when we look at these numbers, these are numbers just generated by, by the casinos. We don't have uh, uh, revenues from the, from the lottery. We don't have, uh, 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 well, we don't have it you know, including our numbers, you know, revenues from the lottery, revenues from, uh, from the VLTs, you know, and the, the um, taxes from the casino industry, and I suppose there's some taxes being paid on the, on, on the VLT uh, revenue, etc. They are, they are taxed. But yes. then we have, we have, and we don't know what the size of it is, but we know that we have that, that, that illegal gaming uh, uh, taking place that no revenues are generated for the to, government. Uh, 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 to the government yeah. from that. You yeah. know? And, and that's why we, we, you know, we seriously frown on that. Let me ask this question, Ms. Purcell, and this is something that I looked at as a, as a member of the legislature, and I believe that ultimately we should be um, heading in that direction. You are a member of the Casino Control Commission. Do you think that we should move towards a structure like in many other jurisdictions where we have a, a Virgin Islands Gaming Commission where all of gaming come, comes under one tent um, as opposed to how we have it now where we have the lottery is separate and apart, the Casino Control Commission separate and apart. We got the Horse Racing Commission and all that stuff. What, what's your take on that? Consolidation of, 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 of regulatory authority, all under one tent. Is that a real? Is that a realistic uh, vision, or uh, just your opinion on that? That's 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 a determination. I, I believe would be made by better made by the legislature, mm -hmm. um, where all the stakeholders would have an opportunity to come in and to um, give their take on it. I know it's something. I've heard when I, you know, became um, nominated to the commission and started, um, you know, paying closer attention. That it, that is a discussion being had right now. I believe uh, Senator Giddens ha has been advocating for a consolidation. Mm -hmm. But it would, it definitely would be something for the legislature and ultimately a, a governor if he signs enacting legislation or it comes down. For, for the policymakers to determine. That is um, uh, uh, my my take as well. You know, it's 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 um, 
it's a decision to be made by the by the policymakers, and as the vice chair said, you know that uh, all the stakeholders um, get to 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 input, you know their you know their ideas, suggestions, whatever. But you are correct, uh, Neville, that you know in many in many jurisdictions, many jurisdictions, um, it's uh, one umbrella, you know. Um, authority mm-hmm. that all these various um, uh, stakeholders uh, are under, and uh, whether it's uh, the casino, whether it's uh, lottery, whether it's uh, the, the the racing commission, you know, and but bingo, it, 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 I bingo, want to bingo, all right, stuff, yeah. exactly, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's it's all under under one roof. But I know that time is running out, never, yeah. and, and if I may, you know, because. Um, this is um, we we, we want to highlight this. This is March is 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 problem gamblers, problem gambling awareness month. month I yeah. have asked uh, the vice chair to 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 um, lead that uh, task, well, which she has done an awesome job in doing. Uh, we want to highlight that you know we the, the industry is important to the government, as I said earlier, and the Treasury of the Virgin Islands. But we know that there are people that uh, have uh, some issues, and, and we want to let them know that uh, there, is, there is help. So I'm, I'm going to ask, if you don't mind, I'll ask um, the, uh, the, the, the Vice Chair to, 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 to give us um, uh, some information on that. Madam Vice Chair, the floor is yours. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes, March is, is Problem Gambling Awareness Month, and research has shown us that most people who gamble, gamble is a form of entertainment, do so responsibly. But then also there are persons who then encounter problems, problem gambling, and they need help or need to be aware that help exists. And Problem Gambling Awareness Month is a grassroots national campaign of the National Council on Problem Gambling which the Virgin Islands Casino Control Commission is a member. Problem Gambling Awareness Month is celebrating its 20th year this year, 2023. But during the month of March, those participating in Problem Gambling Awareness Month seek to increase public awareness of problem gambling and the availability of prevention, treatment, and recovery services. And Problem Gambling is defined as all gambling behavior patterns that compromise, disrupt, or damage personal, family, or vocational pursuits. The elise financial, emotional, social, occupational, and physical harms. And extreme cases could lead to even suicide. The problem with problem gambling is that at many times it goes undetected and untreated because unlike, say, problem with alcoholism or drug addiction, which are very visible, we can see when somebody is inebriated, drunk, we can see when somebody is, is maybe high on uh, drugs. With a problem gambler, there may not be any signs until the person is in, in crisis. And during this month, the Casino Control Commission is trying to lift awareness here in the territory by letting persons know that help and hope without stigma and shame is free and confidential and is available 24 hours a day, 
365 days a year. They can get such help by calling the helplines at 1-800-522-4700. That's to call or text 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or they can chat at www.ncpgambling.org forward slash chat. And on March 14th of 2023 is Gambling Disorder Screening Day where the Virgin Islands Casino Commission will be distributing package screeners um, in English and Spanish that asks three questions. During the past 12 months, have you become restless, irritable, or anxious when trying to stop, cut down on gambling? During the past 12 months, have you tried to keep your family or friends from knowing how much you gamble? During the past 12 months, have you had such financial trouble as a result of your gambling that you have had to get help with living expenses from family, friends, or welfare? A yes answer to any one of those questions is indicated that the person may need further evaluation for problem gambling. And the Virgin Islands Commission during this month of March is airing PSAs, appearing on local radio such as WTGX FM. Thank you so much for having us. Hold on there one second. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Don't, don't go yet. What we're going to do take a break when we come back is I, I can't excuse you rudely. So we'll take a break when we come back. We'll wrap up this conversation and then you'll be excused on the backside of the nine o'clock hour. We'll be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely... The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening, I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nawaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. I'm Scott Tong from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up. Plus, conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So join us for NPR's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX-FM 93.1. 